Good afternoon. Today, the readings are inviting us not to be afraid no matter what. I'm going to be making a story. There was a story of this couple. They had been married for more than 40 years. But back in their marriage, the husband wasn't the nicest guy, he was kind of abusive. But the wife learned to put up with it. And as he got older, of course, he, he became nicer. So one time she was seated on the balcony in the evening having a glass of drink. Of course, you can guess what it was. It was a drink, not just water. So as she was having a drink, guess who shows up? The devil comes. And when the devil came, the lady just kept on drinking her drink, serving her drink. So the devil was very mesmerized that this lady wasn't afraid of her. So the devil asked her, do you know who I am? The lady said, yes, I know who you are. You are the devil. And he says, and you're not afraid of me? And she replied and said, why should I be? I have been married to your brother for 45 years. <laughs> Our readings today are inviting us not to be afraid, okay? But honestly speaking, if we're honest to ourselves, all of us here, we're afraid of something. We're all afraid of something. So if I asked you today, what are you afraid of? What keeps you up at night? What are you afraid of? You will find there's so many answers you can give. I'm afraid of my health. I'm afraid of college. I'm afraid of my kids. I'm afraid of my finances. We're afraid of something. What are you afraid of? Deep inside, we're all afraid of something. And honest speaking, we are. But we know today the readings are telling us not to be afraid. When Jesus tells us don't be afraid, he means it and gives us reasons why we shouldn't be afraid. Our first reading today from Jeremiah, which has been proclaimed for us so beautifully, Jeremiah, the reading we had today, it's a prayer. So I'll ask you today, if you get time, go back home to understand this whole reading Go and begin from chapter 18. Because chapter 18, God sends Jeremiah to go to the porter's house. So Jeremiah goes to the porter's house and sees the porter with his clay making vessels. And Jeremiah pays attention to what he's doing. After some time, he looks at the, the, uh, the, what he made. The porter didn't like it. He destroyed it. And then God asked Jeremiah, have you seen that? He says, yes. He says, that's how the house of Israel is to me. He says, I am the, you are the clay, I am the potter. I can make anything I want from you, I can destroy you and make something else. So he tells him, take one of the vessels and go and preach to the Israelites to hear what the message I have. And then he says, after preaching the message, break this vessel. But now, of course, Jeremiah does as God tells him. The problem with the message Jeremiah had was the message of destruction. And this was a time when the Babylon as the empire was raising, conquering nations after nations, nations after nations. So they were afraid that they're going to be conquered but the problem was there were so many false prophets. There were so many false priests 
who are always giving a message, oh, it will never happen. God will save us. God will protect us. Because Jeremiah had a different message which no one wanted to hear. Guess what happened? They kicked him out. And then they arrest him. Of course, they put him out. But Jeremiah says, even his friends have abandoned him. Even those who loved him, they waited for his downfall. But out of that fear of these people, Jeremiah says, but the Lord is my champion. He finds an inner peace amidst the suffering around him, amidst the betray around him, because he knows what God can do in his life. Now, all of us at a certain time, we can say, that was me. I was that kind of person afraid. I'm this person who's afraid right now. But we as Christians, as Paul reminds us, that we have received the spirit of non-fear, of non-cowardice, the spirit of strength. That's why in the gospel today, what we see, last Sunday we had Jesus calling the twelve, he named them, is commissioning them to go ahead of him to preach the good news. And he's telling them three times, do not be afraid. Gives them three reasons why they shouldn't be afraid. The first one, do not be afraid of those who can kill the body, but they can't kill the soul. He says, but be afraid of the one who can destroy both of them. Okay, it's not say that we're supposed to fear God. The fear of God is actually not enough. A fear that we say we're trembling. It's a love of God that forces us to worship God because of his greatness and his great love. We call it the fear of God. Secondly, Jesus tells them that nothing is hidden will stay hidden forever. He says, if you are standing in the truth, no matter how long it takes, it will be revealed. So, do not be afraid of those who are covering the truth. He says, time is going to come, it will be revealed. So, do not be afraid. And the third reason he gives them, he says, God cares even the least details of your life. He says, he cares about the sparrows. When we, most of us, when we see them, we think they're insignificant. Says he loves them. Says none of them falls down without his, his knowledge. Says, okay, if he cares so much about the sparrows, what about you? Says that's how much God cares about us. So then he tells us the last one: when we go, we should never be afraid to proclaim the good news. Now, sometimes all of us can say. We're living in a nation which is afraid. We're living in a world which is afraid. We're afraid even to have a normal conversation because we think we may hurt someone along the way. We may think we may be called out names. We think we sh something's going to happen to us. We're afraid all the time. But Jesus is telling us that if you believe in Christ, if you believe in the power of his truth, the power of his word, then we're afraid. He's inviting us to travel from fear to accepting God's love. With whatever you're afraid of, I'm going to ask you today, the first thing to do to confront fear is to name it. Be honest and name your fear.
and say, God, this is what I'm afraid of. Like Jeremiah named it. He named it, he's afraid of his, those who used to be his friends. Now they want to persecute him. They want him dead. He named it. What, is, what are you afraid of? The first step is going to name your fear and confront it before bring it in prayer. God, this is my, my fear. And then, second, once you name your fear, God is asking you, trust me. Now, trust can be a very nice word to say. Sometimes, oh yeah, I trust God. We always trust God when things are going our way. It's a very easy trust. My life is good. My life is normal. It's good trust God. But once things began going the hard way, it's tough to trust God. One hand, you want to trust. The other hand, say, what if he doesn't do it? Okay? That's not trust. Trust, the best way I can say trust is on the cross. When he says, let your will be done. In Gethsemane, okay, what does he say? He prays, not my will, but your will be done. So the question is, let us know who we are. If we know that we are God's children, God knows how he has formed us. God knows how powerful we are. Most of us have no idea how much strong we are. Most of us have no idea the strength we have in Christ. Because he has formed us, he knows us. He cannot put us in a situation whereby we can't handle the situation. His spirit is always present. So this Sunday, I'm going to ask you one thing. Name your fear today. And during this worship, this prayer, bring them in prayer and say, Jesus, this is my fear, but I want to trust you. Help me to learn how to trust. In surrendering that, we allow God, we create some space in our hearts to allow God to work in this, in this place, that space. It's no longer you who lives but Christ who lives in you. That's what Paul teaches us. Let us ask God for the grace to be aware of who we are as children of God, to know what we have, that God our Father is behind us all the time. He is with us all the time. And third, God will never give up on us. When God chooses us, he never regrets. Let us ask God for the grace to know who we are and trust in his power. The Lord be with you.